What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show and Papa Dude. Really good timing as Nick Chubb runs down to the seven-yard line for the Browns. That's right. The Browns are going on live as we watch this game. That's the first play that the Browns have had that's been any good at all. So uh, how are we doing this evening, Papa Dude? I'm doing great. You're up in uh, New York, and uh, it is cold here today. And has yeah, I, been for the I, last couple of days. So. I wouldn't complain too much. It was seven degrees here this morning when I woke well, up. Now it did right. warm up to twenty, so we did get into the twenties today. But uh, it's it's a dry twenty, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we there's <laughs> snow on the ground, but no snow fell uh, the last couple of days, so that's good. And none in the well, forecast. So none in the forecast. Uh, no, none in the forecast. They had about six inches uh, when we got here, though. I see. So. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not too bad, not too bad. I'm mean, alive at Uncle Vito's again. Sorry, it's a little dark up here tonight. You you look all nice and bright, and I look dingy, so I apologize right. for that. It's supposed to be 71 here on Christmas Day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, That's got to be a record, I would think, right? Well, I thought it was too, but uh, now I'm getting this from somebody else. But they said the record is 74. In oh. 1955. So that's that's hard to believe. Don't quote me sure. on that. Don't quote me on that. I don't know whether that's true or not. Well, but anyway. I don't think we're going to have anybody trying to quote you on it. All right, let's see if the Browns score here before we start. Uh, touchdown! I bet they overrule it, but he did catch it. Najoku with a touchdown uh, catch. Right, as of now, would make it ten to six. Why would they overrule it? What happened? And I thought his foot was out. I thought his oh, foot was okay. Out. But well, it's we'll probably. See, but that would be big. The Browns are back in it. Too bad they missed a field goal right before the half or the game would be yeah. tied. All right, let's see the replay. Then we're going to start the show here. He's got it. And clear, like not even close, being out of bounds. All right, so <laughs> he's out of bounds. All right, uh, we'll kick it off with the NFL, and we'll give you some updates as this game goes along here. But we will definitely kick off with the NFL because I think that's where, where most of the action, uh, the major action was this week. The bowl games, we did pretty well, Papa Dude, but not a lot of big games to talk about. But let's recap NFL. We'll start with the Thursday game. Boy, the Chiefs looked like they were in big trouble for a lot of this game. End of the day, though, they get it done in overtime, 34-28. to 28. Everybody else that they're trying to catch for first place, well, they're not trying to catch them anymore. They all lost. The Chiefs now the number one seed. What do you think about that? Well, I think they're a cinch, yeah. almost. I did see where Travis Kelsey was put on the COVID list. Uh, I saw it just before we came on the air, which will hurt them. Um, you know, he let's face it, he was unbelievable in that game. He looked like a sprinter amongst all those pass uh, defenders for the uh, uh, Chargers. He was just flying past them. He was unbelievable in that game. You know, I don't know whether it's analytics. I don't know what it is, but you better start kicking some damn field goals. <laughs> this is stupid. The, the first one, when they're on the five, they run the kickoff down there. They have a chance to get ahead. It's fourth down on the five. You have to get points. 
out of that and they mm -hmm. didn't do it. And, and, and I don't care what the analytics say, you got to get something out of that kickoff return. They didn't get a thing. The other one, they were on what the one and they went for it. Mm -hmm. The only thing is when, when that have stretched the lead to like 17 to 13 or something like that, mm -hmm. it's 14, 13. And when you play the chiefs, you got to get points when you get a chance. The, the Chargers blew the game. No, yep. no doubt. They should have won that game, and they let it get away, and that's what the Chargers do. And and uh, But give give Kansas City credit. Great comeback. Um, I sure wouldn't want to play them, would you? No, absolutely not. And it went exactly like we said it would. You know, people are on here arguing, saying the Chargers have already beat them once. The Chargers can match up with them. The Chargers this, that. And we kept telling people, They'll find a way to lose the yep. game because they're the Chargers, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. I think they were one of the better team, or one of the better team on the field. I really do for oh. for ninety percent of that game. But you can't leave nine points out on the field making Cannot. ridiculous go for go for it on fourth down calls when you should have kicked field goals. And that you yes. can ask the Ravens that as well. We'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, don't get me on that. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Listen, and you know this is the NFL. That's right. You have to take points when yes. you can get them, period. Especially in the situations they were in. They didn't yep. need touchdowns. They didn't nope. need those at that point. And, and the Chiefs did the same thing. They went for one, two, and didn't get it. When they could have, I believe, taken the lead, I think it would have made it 16 to 14, and they went for it. You know, a funny thing, a buddy of mine is a pretty big Chiefs fan, and he was texting me back and forth, and when the Chiefs scored to tie it at 28, mm -hmm. I think there was a minute 33 left, something yep. like that. And his text to me was, oh, God, we scored too fast. Here's the difference between the Chargers and the Chiefs. Travis, or uh, what's his first name, Herbert? Yes, Justin. Yeah. Justin Herbert is a hell of a player. The Chargers did not go down and take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Mahomes and the Chiefs got the ball in overtime, and took care of it. Yeah, that's essentially what it was. When the Chiefs scored it to tie it, like I said, there was so much time. Yeah. I mean, there was plenty of time to go down and get a field goal. Now, if they needed to score a touchdown, that'd be a little different. But it was just a field goal, and they got down to, what, what about their 40, and then they stalled. Yeah. Yeah, that's the difference. And then the Chiefs get the ball first in overtime, and make no mistake, the game's over. It's so, over. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference between your elite and your not-so-elite. And there's no doubt in my mind the Chargers are really good, and they're close, but they just can't get over the hump. No, nope. but you got to win that game. You have to. You had to win it. You had to win it if you're the Chargers, and now you're you're in. I mean, you're still in a good shape with the wild card, uh, you know, situation. But uh, the division's over, and the, the conference looks to be over, in my opinion, as well. Oh, it's over. Uh, before we move on, Dennis says, well, at least Chargers were consistent. They went for it fourth and short three times. Yeah, it was three, Dennis. Uh, so they are consistent. At, at least they didn't abandon their plans. There's something to be said for that. And there's also something to be said for, you know, maybe we could learn from our mistakes. So there's there's either way to kind of look at that. Um, well, I don't, I don't really have a problem with the second one because they were on the one-yard line. Mm -hmm. If you want to argue the play call, you can do that. The first one was ridiculous. You have to – it's on the five-yard line. You've got yep. to kick the field goal. That's the first possession of the game. Yep. you got to get points. You're playing Here's a team the, that can score. 
here's the deal about being a head coach at any level. It's about reading situations, reading the team, reading the flow of the game, all of that stuff. Who are you playing? Coaching is not supposed to be, I typed this into my computer, this is yeah. what it spit out, and this is what we're supposed to do. If yeah. that was coaching, robots could coach the teams. A coach yeah. is supposed to adjust, is supposed to read situations and react. Yeah, That's why I hate analytics more than anything else. You're the oh. head coach. Coach. Yeah. It's that simple well, for me. Well, I mean, go ahead. You have to, yeah, you're absolutely right. You've got to get points on that first possession. Sure. Everybody wants seven instead of three. Mm -hmm. Three is better than what they got, which was yep. zero. Yep. And they're on the five yard line. That's the whole point. Now, the third one that they didn't get, they ended up getting a turnover right after that mm -hmm. from the Chiefs and they converted that and, and went ahead and scored. But yeah, just a, a bungled up mess is what it was. Again, I, I, I'll stick by that. The coach needs to coach, yes, not just exactly. listen to whatever the analytics are. You've got to react. That is that is your job. That's what you're supposed to do. React, yeah. adjust, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. So these people, and, and I'm not directing this towards you at all, Dennis. I know you made the comment. But That's these people on Twitter too. saying, I, I think what he's doing is great. No, it's not. He costs them the football game. I don't okay. care. If, well, he does it all the time. So what? Maybe he shouldn't do it all the time. Did we think well, of that? I mean, come on. If he does it all the time, let's look at their record. They're eight and six. Yeah. Something's wrong. If you're and eight another and guy, uh, Nick Tamarano, one of the one of the horse racing guys, I may have said he's Tamaro. I don't know. He, he was like, oh, this guy's doing a, such a good job for the Chargers. They're way better. No, they're not. They're the same. They always are. They can't mm -hmm. win big games. They lose games they're not supposed to win. Right. They're better because Justin Herbert is a really, really good quarterback, and Eckler is a great running back. That's well, why they got a little really good. They got great receivers too. I mean, that's a good offensive football team. That's true. That is true. They, they are, are. They are very good offensively. Yeah, they're so good, and they're eight and six. So maybe coaching oh. is a problem. How about that? We think of that. So I, I don't agree with it all. I think it, I think he's terrible. I'll go ahead and say it right now. <laughs> You're eight and six, and you should be better than that. Uh, and that, not to mention some games against shitty teams that they lost this year that blew the situation and made them, you know, where they are right now. Mm -hmm. So yep. that's my rant on that. Uh, as far as the chiefs go, yeah, they're, they're in the driver's seat. Playing Listen, well. they should be, they've won a bunch of games in a row. They haven't always been pretty, but they're winning. And that's the yeah. difference. Right. Right. And you know, that's Andy Reed, you don't see him saying, well, my computer says it's time to go for two here. You know what I'm I mean? Not he sure Andy knows. I'm not sure Andy can turn our computer on. That's true. <laughs> no, sure. He's probably a lot like me. He can do a few things, but that's about it. Yeah, he probably can email, and that's about it. So, right. All right, let's move on to the Saturday game. Uh, the Colts, man, they jumped all over the Patriots early, got them way behind. Patriots made a nice comeback, but fell short, 27-17. to 17. And all of a sudden, the Colts are looking good in the wild card position, and the Patriots now just a game ahead of the Bills, and they play each other next week. Uh, what do you make of this loss for the Patriots? How big of a loss was this for them? Wasn't totally shocked that they lost. You know, it's hard to keep winning every every week in mm -hmm. the NFL. They came off a bye. It's not really an excuse because Indy did too. Indianapolis played great, and they got turnovers. The young quarterback made a few mistakes in this game, which he's going to do. I think it was due time for the uh, Patriots to lose – um, they got Buffalo at New England this week, suddenly a huge game. 
and it's going to be an interesting one. So I wasn't shocked. Um, the Colts are playing extremely well yeah. right now. And you know what? They got a shot at winning the division the way Tennessee's playing. I saw a lot of people overreacting, I think, to this loss. Uh, you know, I, and all the Patriots are in big trouble now. I think it was a tough game on the road on a Saturday mm-hmm. night. And like you said, the rookie quarterback kind of looked like a rookie for three he quarters did. of that game. He did. And I think that's going to happen. Like you said, I, I, it all, listen, if they lose to the Bills this coming mm-hmm. week, then it's time to start panicking a little right. bit. But I wouldn't just yet. I mean, that's just a game that you're going to lose sometimes. But right. uh, I thought it was good that there are. I don't know. Good is the right word, but I thought it it showed you a little something that they they kind of made a run at it and at least made that game interesting. I know they didn't yeah. get the job done, so it doesn't really matter. But right, uh, I think it showed a little bit. All it's, right, it'll be a heck of a game this weekend in yeah. New England. Yeah, there's a, some big ones coming that we'll talk about on Thursday. Uh, speaking of the Bills, they took care of the Panthers, thirty-one to fourteen. Not a lot to talk about there. A whole lot to talk about here. <laughs> the Detroit Lions upset the cardinals and not only did they upset them they destroyed them detroit 30 arizona 12 is the sky falling in arizona after this one well i think it is don't you what else can you think about this i mean uh, both of us uh when we were going over the games on thursday did i i think you said you didn't think arizona would cover i know i said it I didn't think they would. I didn't like the way they played against the Rams, but I never dreamed they would lose. I I, I just didn't. I thought it'd be a struggle, you know, like 20 to 14, 20 to 23, 17, and they'd have to, you know, come from behind the second half to win it. But they were lifeless. Um, I don't know. Uh, I was looking at their schedule. Um, They've got Indianapolis coming up, and they've got uh, Seattle. Those games are in Arizona, and they've got a game with Dallas. I think it's the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. If the Rams win tomorrow night, are you going to pick the Rams or the Cardinals to win that division? Now, the Rams' schedule is extremely tough, too. But I do think the Rams are better than Arizona, and I have all year. Are the Cardinals starting to show what a lot of people think they are? Yeah. I think yes is the answer to that. I I I looked at this game. Now listen, I didn't think the the Lions had beat them thirty to twelve, but I definitely yeah. think the Cardinals are starting to be the Cardinals that we thought. Yeah. Injuries are piling up. You know, Hopkins is out, and that doesn't help. Uh, that's for sure. No. But you know, bottom line is they didn't play any defense in this game either, and that yeah. that's where they lost it. Uh, you know, and turnovers. My God, Kyler Murray. Here's a, here's another thing. I'll get on a soapbox here. Okay. Some quarterbacks in this league. It's ne- they never take blame. They could play as bad as they want to play. They never get blamed. Other quarterbacks, they could score four touchdowns and throw one interception. If their team loses, it's their fault. Can you figure that one out? Can you explain that one to me? Because <laughs> he was awful, Kyler. And listen, I'm I'm as fair as it can be uh, with. Well, okay, now, are you saying he didn't get blamed? Yeah, I haven't heard one person say, "God, Kyler Murray well, was awful." It's real simple. The press thought he was going to be the superstar, and the ones that they don't think are going to be superstars, yes. that's who gets the blame. That's my opinion. You're him. probably right, and, and but he was, and again, he's he's one of my favorite players, second yeah. favorite player. Yeah, he was god awful. I mean, he he was a big part of why they lost this game. And like I said, I thought, oh boy, it'll be bad in the morning. I'll have to hear how bad he is. No, nobody said a word. Yeah. Well, and, you know I, what? He wasn't very good 
in, against the Rams. He wasn't oh, bad. No, he was he not. wasn't great. No, he made a mistake or two that really hurt him. Yeah. Um, and this is I, exactly wins and losses are not a quarterback stat. It's it's true. Yeah, but it is for some of them. Right. But uh, what what What's Michael's saying, point? it isn't though. It shouldn't be. No, I agree with you, uh, Michael. Yeah. I agree with you. But yeah. to your point, you're saying I think you're arguing that a lot of people say it's the quarterback. Right. right? Yeah. Because quarterback yeah, Michael. Times, That's crazy. Yeah. I agree. Uh, quarterbacks so many times are judged on how many times they get their team to the Super Bowl and how many yep. championships they win. Yep. Kind of think there's more players involved than that. Yeah. Yeah. They are unfairly uh, treated. They get a lot of the glory when they win and all the blame when they lose too many yep. times. And to your point, I'm a little surprised he isn't getting criticized. That you're, I am shocked. I thought he would. Yeah. Like I said I dreaded it on on uh, you know in the morning or the Monday morning, thinking, "Oh right. boy, this is going to be bad." I want to know how long it'll be until they're going to get on Kingsbury's ass. That's going to be the next. Yeah, yeah. That's who's going to take the blame in Seattle or in uh, Arizona because yeah. the press doesn't like him. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I agree, Michael. Michael said Kyler did play like shit, but the Lions ran down their throats. Uh, what is Jonathan Taylor going to do then next week? Jonathan Taylor, the running back of Indianapolis, who, like right. you mentioned a little bit earlier, Papa Dude goes to Arizona. Right. We'll talk about it on Thursday, but it, it's going to be pretty bad, I have a feeling, right? I mean, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor is, is one of five guys, I would say, that could be the MVP. I don't think he has much of a chance, but he's in the top five. He's, he's had that good of a year. Absolutely. And, yeah. and and this is the time of the year you don't want to be trending downward in right. the NFL. Absolutely right. Yep. Yep. All right, let's move on. Now, this guy, Tua, has led the Dolphins back to a 7-7 seven and seven record, a 31-24 uh, win over the Jets. It wasn't pretty, but it's another win. And in the NFL, you just have to win. But it yep. seems like everybody hates Tua, and he gets blamed all the time. Yeah. I thought he played yeah. a decent game. Um, you know, he had the one bad turnover. But uh, – Big win for the Dolphins. They're going to take on the Saints, and that's kind of a winner has a shot, loser stays home. We'll talk about the Saints here in just a second, but it's another nice win for the Dolphins. It is. They've got the 7-7. Seven, seven. Listen, that guy has done a heck of a coaching job down there. Yes. Yep. They were 1-7. They were getting ready to hang him up by the uh, a lamppost on downtown, in downtown Miami. Yep. Yep. He was out the window, yep. and he's rallied that team to win six in a row. Now they've taken advantage of a schedule that hasn't been very uh, tough. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of teams that are losing to some of these teams that the Dolphins have beat. Yep. Go from one and seven to seven and seven is a pretty good job of coaching. Now, their final three games are very difficult. As you yep. said, they go to New Orleans. Uh, they have to go to Tennessee. And they got the Patriots in Miami. So uh, they still got a shot at the playoffs. I think they have to pretty much win out to get in. And that's not going to be easy. They do, but like you said, they, they were ready to fire everybody. And then, yeah. you know, this has been a really nice rally. So we'll see what happens uh, those last three games. And like I said, another big game we'll talk about on Thursday. Right. Uh, Cowboys, I watched a lot of this. They beat the Giants 21-6. to This was a tremendously boring game. Cowboys just, just held on to the ball and, you know, played defense. The Giants are horrible. Uh, we'll move on. This was a great game. Steelers win 19-13. to uh, Incredible defense by the Steelers in this game. Uh, they get the job done, and boy, the Steelers just hanging, hanging in there, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're seven, six, and one, still in there with a shot. Uh, the Titans. Let's talk about them for a second, though. I mean, the 
they've beaten Indianapolis a couple times. That's the good news. But yeah. it's now just a game. The Titans yes. schedule's not not hard, but not easy either. They're still gonna win that division, right? Well, maybe. <laughs> I know, uh, I'm with you. You say you say that it's not hard. They got the 49ers next week. Yeah. You pick them to beat the 49ers. It's in Tennessee. I I think I'll go with the 49ers in that game. Um, and then they've got uh golly, I can't even read my writing. Uh is that Miami? Yeah. Yeah. Then Miami comes in there. I think they probably could beat them. The, the game they got uh where they should handle is Houston. Yeah. At Houston. And that would give them 10. Uh probably going to win the division if they can get to 10 because Indy's going to have to win one more than they do because mm-hmm. the Titans have beat them twice and they have the tiebreaker. So yeah, I think they're going to win the division, but they're going to, they're really stumbling into the playoffs. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, Dennis said he watched the Titans skies falling there for sure. I, again, I think, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they've got a shot as far as doing anything in the playoffs. I think they're kind of a one and done. Uh, type team. Also, uh, Dennis says, uh, we'll, we'll move on to the Texans and the Jags. He told you, Papa Dude, the over. He says, so call <laughs> me crazy again, Papa Dude. He hits the over in the Texans-Jags game. Checks and Yes, he did. I tell you, those, those Jags are a great football team, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, oh, they're they're really, really bad. Texans 30, Jags 16. Um, we'll move on. This was another boring game. I watched a lot of it. Uh, the Bengals are able to scoot by the Broncos, fifteen to ten. This was a uh, just a slugfest, I guess is the best way to call yeah. it. The Bengals win it, fifteen to ten. Now they're eight and six. They lead the division right now. That's right. Yeah. They lead the division. Broncos seven and seven. They're in some trouble. Uh, That's a big win for the Bengals, wasn't it? It's huge. And if there's some way the Browns can come back, you'll have the the uh, Bengals, the Browns. The Ravens are eight and six, and Pittsburgh is seven, six, and one. How about that for a division to try to figure out who's going to win it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it? Yeah, that was they had to win, and they went out there and did it. I didn't think it'd be fifteen to ten. Did you? No. I thought there'd be some more points scored than that. But a win is a win. I want to say hi to Jacob Joiner here, who's yep. joining us for the first time, I believe. How you doing, Jake? Thanks for uh, thanks for coming by tonight. Yep. Hope you enjoy the show. But uh, this pretty much eliminates the Broncos, I think. I think they were pretty much eliminated anyway. But I think they're pretty much dead in the water. But uh, the Bengals, can they win that division? I don't know. We'll see. They got a tough game with the Chiefs. I think of those teams left, um, that may be the toughest game anybody has of those contenders in the North. Yeah, and, and Jacob said Broncos dropped the ball again. Yeah, they yeah. had a great chance there, and they didn't get yeah. it done. And yeah. I think they're kind of done. The Bengals and the Steelers both have games left with the Chiefs, so that is a big That's factor right. in in that division for sure. Bengals and Ravens play this week, that so that will be fun to watch as well. And like Dennis says, not so fast for the division lead. The Browns would be in the lead if they win. Right now, it is thirteen to seven. They are behind, and the Raiders are getting ready to kick off. I believe there's about 14 minutes left in this game. So I don't like the chances. I don't either. Uh, I'll say this. Nick Mullins is not playing that bad, and we talked about quarterback stats not or winning, lossing, not, or winning and losing not being a quarterback stat. They're doing the same things they do no matter who's in the game. 
dropping big time passes when they need to have them. Oh, right. They can't run the football. I mean, yeah. it, it, this Browns team, if you watch them week in and week out, the quarterback has not been the problem a lot of the times. Uh, no, all right. They can't touch the ball when they have to. Exactly. Peoples has dropped two passes. It would have been huge tonight. Yeah. Um, and you got to catch him, especially when you've got Nick Mullins as the quarterback. Mm-hmm. If he makes a play, you got to make it with him. Like you've got to help him out. And they we have to. Done it. Yeah. All right. We'll keep an eye on that one as we move on. Uh, 49ers picked up a big win 31 to 13 over the Falcons. They're coming on. They look like they're going to get that wild card spot. This was the game of the week the Packers and the Ravens. 31 to 30, the Packers survived for the second game this year. The Ravens score to make it 30 or to make it a one point game late in the game and go for two. And for the second time, they don't get it. The Ravens also had an opening drive that lasted eight minutes and they didn't kick a field goal. They went for it on fourth and goal and didn't get it. So, again, there's a coach that probably cost the Ravens the football game. Uh, did you watch this one, Papa Dude? And what, what did you think of these decisions? I didn't see the first part of it, I did see the comeback. Yeah. I threw up in my throat when he did this again. I don't see, I mean, a lot of people I've heard on the radio today defending him. I don't see it. Your team makes a fantastic comeback. You're lucky to have a chance to go into overtime. Kick the damn extra point and give your team a chance. And and I know it's Green Bay, and they might win the toss, and they may go down and score. But I, I I just I, I don't know now. In this situation, the game was at home. Mm-hmm. It was a home game. Uh, I just think it's been a couple of really really weird decisions by a coach that I kind of respect. You know, he's been around for a long time. I thought they'd kick the extra point yesterday. I really did. As they were going into score, it didn't enter my mind for a while that they might go for two. Well, they came out and they tried to draw them off sides. And uh, for the for the two point conversion, and then when they didn't do it, I thought, okay, they tried to draw them off sides, try to get it to the one, and then make it easy, and they didn't do it. And then it's like, okay, well they'll they'll kick it right, and then mm-hmm. they come out and go for it. I, I just I just I just don't get it. I just don't. Get yeah, it. it shows me you don't have any faith in your team. Well, for You're me, to go to overtime. It's what you do. When you're like three and ten and your season's over and you feel like you're inferior to the opponent, you go, okay, let's try to steal this game. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the Ravens, you know. I mean, I just don't get it. And and open the game with an eight minute drive and not score. You have I mean, to get points. You it, have it's to. Incredible. I, I, it's just how stupid these guys are. Uh, and again, I. I I said it when they went for two against Pittsburgh before. I was like, what are they doing? Don't do this. And then I said it. It's like, hey, he's going to do it again. And this time what made it worse for me, even though I think the backup's better than the starter, you got a backup quarterback that you're asking to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. Well, it's and the play call was, the play call was very unimaginable. Yeah. They rolled him out. He rolled into the coverage. Yep. You know, Andrews didn't have much room to get open. Um, why not throw something where Andrews crosses the end zone, you know, kind of starts out on the left side and goes across, across the end zone, maybe roll him out there. I don't know. I thought the play call was terrible. Yeah. Um, but the Ravens had all the momentum in the game, you know, they had all of the momentum. Yep. And if you win the toss, I mean, 
that's another I, I don't like the NFL overtime rule, but that's another thing. I, we don't need to get into that tonight. I would have kicked it. I would have told my team, hey, guys, you did a great job getting back in this game. If they win the toss, stop them. Get us the ball. We're going to go win that thing. Yeah, you're like I said, you're at home. Go, you know, give your team a chance. And that's yeah. two weeks in a row. Uh, yeah, the play, you know, Mark Andrews had maybe his best game as a pro. He was unbelievable in this game. Great player. But it's like. You roll out, you take away 50% of the field when you roll out. If he's not open, you're screwed. And, you know, they had a guy, they showed the the highlight, and a guy just, they they ran two, right to him. And, of course, they were going to double him. I mean, where do you think the ball's going to go? So, yeah, uh, Dennis, I don't think it was, he, Dennis asked, it was, was it the same play as last week. It was similar. It wasn't exactly the same. But it, the, he ran a very, the same route. It's just they rolled out this time instead of, you know, dropping straight back. Right. right. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's just frustrating. I was I was I was happy because I wanted the Ravens to lose. But yeah. um, still, it's just like, wow, that's crazy. And then what about Huntley comes in for Lamar? I thought Huntley mm-hmm. played fantastic. He in was this great. Game. I he mean, great. I'm not an idiot. I know they're going to play Lamar the rest of the season, but. Does, does Huntley playing like that kind of tell them we could plug any quarterback in here and we're probably going to be all right? We could plug any quarterback and lose when our coach doesn't kick an extra ball. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, if you want to go that route, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, You know, can he do it two or three weeks in a row? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it, it does kind of tell you, you know, let's say Lamar's kind of banged up and not quite ready to play. Yeah. We've got a kid we can put out there and stay in the game against somebody. That's for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Uh, all right, let's move on to the game that was just a shock, a total shock. The Saints and the Buccaneers played last night, and you said it. You said, hey, who plays the Saints better than the Buccaneers? Or, you know, who plays the Buccaneers better than the Saints, I should say? Nobody. And you were right. How about this? Nine <laughs> to nothing? They I, shut I, out Tampa at home. Could you believe this? No, I could not, and I still don't. And maybe <laughs> Dennis, maybe Dennis can explain it to us since he's big time Saints Saints expert. Uh, the Saints got after them. I mean, they worked them over, yeah. and uh, they just killed the uh, Tampa offensive line. Now, the Bucks are kind of tore up injury wise. You know, they got some weapons that are missing. But uh, I don't think I've ever seen Brady not come through in a game where you're only behind for a long time, just six to nothing, and have yeah. all kinds of chances to score, and they just couldn't do it. It was yeah. it was pretty shocking, is what it was. Dennis says he dumbfounded. He said voodoo dolls must work against one team. And he also said dumbfounded as a Saints fan. I just stood there <laughs> with a dumb look on my face as, as I clapped. Yeah, uh, you know the Saints. Like I said, they're back in it. And now they're seven and seven. You know what they got to do now? Don't lose to the Dolphins. Don't yeah. drop one. You shouldn't lose to. Well, That's the key now. Yeah, they've got Miami and Carolina at home. Yep. And they got to go to Atlanta. They should win all three of those games. They're in the driver's seat. They're in. Yeah. Yeah. If they go ten and seven, they're in the playoffs. I'll say that right now. Yeah. Oh, well, that's almost assuredly going to happen. Yeah, or, or 10 and 7 would make yeah. the playoffs. Now, do they get it? I don't know, but uh, we'll see what yeah. happens. That is, it was crazy. Absolutely yeah, crazy was, watching this game. Well, remember you've been saying 
these teams are in the playoffs, have got to win a game they shouldn't. There you go. They did it. They did it, and now they are in the driver's seat to make the playoffs because they won a game they shouldn't. And I think there was – oh, Indy's another one. Mm -hmm. They beat New England. And now, look at them. They got – they're in the driver's seat to make the playoffs now. Yep. So, um, you know, if the Browns could somehow win this game tonight, what is it now, still 13-7? It's 13-7 now in the Browns game. There's 12 minutes left, and the Raiders are getting ready to punt. So, still hope. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders had a third and 13, and they did not get it. Let's I'll tell you what happens here. They're getting ready to punt. It almost got blocked. He punted them down to the 20. So the Browns yeah. are first and two at the 20. They got to go 80 yards. Yeah, that's not happening. Anyway, uh, let's say they could miracle pull this out tonight. They play Green Bay Christmas Day. There yep. would be a game that no one thinks they could win. If they could win it, there you go. Yep. And you've got, you said Cincinnati. We said Cincinnati and Pittsburgh both play the Chiefs. Yep. If one of those teams wins against the Chiefs and the other one loses, there's the game they need to maybe that may make the difference. So that's right. Yep. And like I said, the Chiefs, if, they, if the Chiefs do have COVID problems, you said Kelsey on Kelsey. the list. I think there's six of them right now on the list. If they get a bunch more, yeah. You know, maybe the Steelers go in there and beat them. Who knows? I, I highly, highly doubt it, but we'll no, see. Uh, the Browns got a yard. They can't, that's the thing. They can't run the ball because they're just loading up the box. And yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's crazy. Dennis says that we'll kick or we'll end the NFL talk with this. Dennis says if is the AFC just like that claiming ten thousand that they just beat each other? I don't think the AFC is any good. Could be if you if you just look at the records and well, I would say Dennis, watch the games as well. I think you you've got a point. They there. Yeah. It's all. It's so tightly bunched. It is. Um. Yeah. They just kind of are beating up on each other. Like I said, you know, the Browns. Uh oh. Go. Okay. Almost a first down. That's good. So if the Browns oh, win this was, game, seven yard gain there. Yeah, he got seven. So <laughs> <laughs> he almost broke it. I thought. Well, he, I thought we were going for at least twenty. The way you were acting there. Well, he. He almost he had one guy to beat and he could do it. You gotta the Browns, their only hope here is just Chubb breaks a big run, right? I yeah, mean that's that's the key. But yeah, they're all beating up on each other. I don't think any of them are very good. Um, you know, I think the Chiefs, I still aren't I'm not really a believer in them, but boy, it seems like their road to the Super Bowl, especially if they get that home field advantage. I don't think anybody in the AFC is gonna beat the Chiefs. No. Right now, I think they're they're playing good enough right now. Um, Mahomes is starting to make some plays. You know, they've got so many weapons. I, and by the way, in that game against the Chargers, forgot to mention it. Did uh, Tyreek Hill made some great catches? Didn't yeah. he? Oh yeah, yeah. Tyreek Hill was great, and so was. was Kelsey. Obviously, and that's man. what you got to have out of your best players. They got to make those kind of plays, and they did. Yeah, and by the way, Mahomes was was playing an awful game. Until crunch time, and then he played fantastic. That was the Mahomes that I, yeah. I remember watching for the first three years. Yeah, that just hasn't been around much this year. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was, it was a it was a good game from them for sure. All right, let's move on to a little college football. We're actually gonna do some picks, Papa Dude, because we got uh, we've got bowl games coming up. Uh, this week. Do you want to talk about those Tuesday games tomorrow night at all? Uh, yeah, hold on, we've picked them, them already, but um, let me pull them up here. Because they're huge. They're, there's there's some big ones. Okay. College on there. Let's put them up there. Tomorrow's games. 
We'll start with the Idaho Potato Bowl. No, 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 no. I was talking about the pro games tomorrow. Oh, geez. I forgot about the pro games. Well, we've already picked them once. You know, but they're kind of interesting. Yeah, you're right. They've changed, I guess. So we will. Uh, well, just, just quickly. We'll pull those back up here. Okay, the two pro games tomorrow, right. the Seahawks and the Rams. This is a not huge to, game for the Rams. Not to pick them or anything, but just the importance of the game now means even more than what it did to the Rams because a victory here moves them into a first-place tie for the division now uh, with the Cardinals. That's right. It's a huge game. And obviously, listen, it's a big game for Seattle, who's trying to claw back in this. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, the Rams are just a seven-point favorite. I, I really like the Rams in the spot. Uh, we'll see what happens with Lockett. I, I think he's going to be out. Oh, first down to the, to the 40, to the 37. All right. They've got a shot. Yes, um, that was a great pass. And who, what do you know? People's caught the ball. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so the Seahawks, I mean, uh, go ahead. No. And then this next game, <laughs> guys, I, I, you got to be careful on what you're betting now with this yep. COVID situation. I mean, I have no idea what Washington's going to put out there. I haven't barely been keeping up with it that much, but every day is different. So you got to really be careful when you're picking these games. Do your research. Hey, well, when that and that just means get online and see who has COVID and is out and who doesn't. I mean, Washington's had so many COVID problems. I think all things being equal, both teams being healthy, as Chubb's got a first down to the 24, uh, all things being equal, uh, everybody being healthy, I think the uh, Washington's a better team. But going on the road and, and losing guys to COVID, uh, it's going to be hard for Washington to win that game, I think. So yeah. keep an eye on it. It's a huge, huge, huge game. So, And here's uh, another let's... thing I don't understand. Why are these games on at the same time? I can't figure that one out either. I don't know. Why would you do that? I wanted to watch them both. I, I don't know. I don't know. At least make oh. them six and eight or something. Free tip from the Vikings fan, Russ W. chimes in. Free tip, Bears money line tonight. <laughs> Good old pessimistic Russ. <laughs> I know. I know. He never picks his team. Yeah, we should talk about that one for a minute, I guess. Um, let me scroll up here. The Bears and the Vikings. Uh, Bears are excuse me, the Vikings now a seven point favorite on the road against the Bears. This is a huge for us. This is a huge game for your Vikings. They have to win this game. They have to win, yeah, because the 49ers won and New Orleans won. They got to keep pace. Yeah, and he kind of told us though how yeah. they are and, and how yeah. you should play them when you think they're going to win, bet them to lose. <laughs> you have to beat a four nine team. Yeah. You just have to. You have to. Seven, that's a lot of points. <laughs> I yeah. don't know about that. <laughs> All right. Can we go to the college bowl games yes, now? Yeah, get there. Okay. I'm let's sorry. go to the college bowl games. We, we had one today. Tulsa beat Old Dominion and yep. covered. Uh, mm -hmm. Pretty pretty entertaining game. Uh, Old Dominion ran the kickoff back for uh, – opening kickoff, I should say, back for a touchdown. And Tulsa kind of dominated after that. Good win. Uh, right. Okay. Good win. Yeah, famous Idaho Potato Bowls where we'll kick it off tomorrow. Kent State and Wyoming. Wyoming, a three-and-a-half-point favorite here. Where are you going in this one? I'm just going to pick Wyoming because of Mark. Our buddy Mark right. who is an alumnus of uh, Wyoming. I have not even looked at this game. Now, what are they, three-and-a-half? Yep. Let's see. This is in Idaho. 
They'll probably have 500 people there from Wyoming and 150 from Kent State. There might be 25 more people that wander in there just to see the blue turf. So I'm going to go Wyoming uh, to cover. Uh, I'll go Wyoming to cover. I tell you what, this has been a good, good little key for me uh, in oh, this whole yeah. season so far. <laughs> betting against the MAC. Now I did bet again. I bet with uh, Northern Illinois you did. because they were getting 12 points and they were that conference champion, but. Overall, I bet against the MAC and it's worked out really good. I'll do it again. Wyoming over Kent State. Uh, I, I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, all right, let's move on. Now, this is a really this is a good game. Yep. This is a good game. UTSA and San Diego State will meet up in the Frisco Bowl. San Diego State, a three point favorite in this game. Who you got here? Well, I love the Roadrunners. Oh, the Browns scored. Oh, I'm behind. Oh, there you go. Hand off. Chubb. Yeah. Yes. Browns have the lead. Well, if they make the extra point. They'll probably miss the extra point. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a flag, though. Oh, God. Uh Uh-oh. Anyway, go ahead about this. All right. Uh, I just wrote the article on this. Struggling with it. I'm really struggling. I love the Roadrunners. I want them to go 13-1. and I think. Is it a penalty? Holding on the Browns. Oh, God. Story of our lives. Uh, I want them to go 13-1. and one. San Diego State's played a much better schedule than the Roadrunners have. So I, I, I think I went ahead. I, I can't remember what I picked. I didn't pick the point spread. I think I picked the under. What's it got there? 49. Mm-hmm. Picked the over. I think I went over the 49. I think that's what I picked. I think it's a toss-up game. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I kind of think San Diego State will beat them uh, by more than three. I, I think the Roadrunners are a scrappy team. However, uh, I just am a little bit worried about them matching up against a team like San Diego State uh, that's played a lot better schedule. Um, I think the Roadrunners come out of a conference that's fairly weak. Although Western Kentucky did look pretty good in their bowl. It did. It did. Um, who do you think San Diego State? Uh, who do you think's got the most motivation? I don't. I guess UTSA because they're not usually in the spot, right? So yeah. I, I guess they would have the motivation if you want to they look at it. That their way. makes too. It is fairly close to San Antonio. I don't know whether that's going to yeah. make a huge difference. Uh, I would think they would have the most motivation, but I would think San Diego State might look at that twelve and one record too. So yeah. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Yeah. Uh, Dennis makes a good point. He says he's going to take uh, UTSA because if you look at the total, it's the highest uh, that we've seen from in a San Diego State game. And if it's a high-scoring game, that does favor UTSA. Yep, so that's, that's not a bad angle there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm still going to stick with San Diego State minus the three. You guys have almost talked me into it, though. <laughs> I'm thinking about it here. Oh, The Browns are down to the five but it's fourth down what do you do here mr analytics uh you have to go for it you have to go for it how much time's left four minutes yeah i think you do your defense is never going to stop them i mean well you're probably not going to get down there again either that's yeah yeah all right let's see what happens here i'm gonna i need to shut off the comments don't don't comment because i'm my feed's behind so don't comment if you're watching this game <laughs> okay let's see what happens fourth and five 
This is where you really well, want. I already to... know what's going to happen. Well, I do too, but uh, you know, might as well watch it. Let's see. Mullins is throw. He's scrambling. He's got all day. He throws. Got it. Touchdown. Well, wait. Is there a flag? No flags. Right. Unbelievable. Oh no, there is a flag. There's yeah. a flag. Is it in the end zone? It's on the one yard line. That could be holding on the Raven or on the Raiders. Let's yeah, see. yeah. That's what I'm thinking. There is a flag. It was a great play by Mullins. He bought time. He scrambled around. If it's the on Browns the Browns are going crazy. I don't think this is going to be. Yeah, if it's on the one, it's probably a holding penalty on them. On the so they receiver. ran a wheel route with uh, uh, Chubb. Yeah, I think they held Chubb on on the wheel yeah. route. Yeah. They, and then he scrambled and he found. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, it's on the Raiders. They held Chubb. Uh, oh, a great job! No, they held the tight end and then the tight end popped up and caught it. That's unbelievable. Man, that's awesome. They made the extra point. All right. They're, they're, they're still going to lose, but hey. Magic just made a comment I was going to make. The way you, you got this guy's hand oh. over your head. And I have three or four times thought you had your hand up. And that's that's the teacher in me coming out where student has their hand up, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this live, there's a fist up above my uh, picture there. But no, it's, it's not. That's funny. So. All right. I'm going to make a prediction. Raiders yeah, 16, Rams four or uh, Browns 14. That's yeah. going to be my prediction. Yeah, the Raiders are still going to win this game, I feel like. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great play. It was a really good play by Mullins. The tight end got tackled, and he got up, and he made a play. It was really, really, really good. good. Uh, the Jeez, uh, uh, Magic bet the Browns money line. So um, we'll see what happens here. All right, let's right, – you're going to be disappointed. Let's move on <laughs> to uh, – Let's move on to Wednesday's game. Missouri goes to take on Army in the Armed Forces Bowl. Army, a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like in this one? Well, would you agree Missouri probably has the better athletes? Yes. SEC school probably has better athletes than Army. Mm -hmm. I would be all over Army in this had they beat Navy. And I know the the, the academy guys are, are, are tough, but I'm telling you, you lose a game against your arch rival like that, it ruins your whole season, especially when you're favored to win like they were. Can they get back up for this? One of the problems with playing Army is most of the times when you play them, you only have a week to prepare for their option offense. Missouri's had a lot longer than that to prepare for them, but they probably don't have anybody can run the option to work against in practice mm -hmm. either. So it's a, I think this is a really interesting game. I really do. It doesn't mean a darn thing. Um, again, I think I took – Army was at 31 and a half, I believe. Mm -hmm. I took the under on their team points. I'm not sure they can score that many. I think that's why I did. You know, I I don't have a strong feeling on this one one way or the other. This is a, it's a strange game. I don't think Missouri's very good. I kind of look at it. Is Army really going to lose the Armed Forces Bowl? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I'm going to go Army minus four and a half. I, I have no, I have no feeling on this. And in a lot of these bowl games, I, I feel really good about. But uh, you know, and it's it's we've done well so far. But this one, man, I don't know. I took Army minus four and a half. This is one I probably will not wager on because that's that just looks like a really tough game to me. You can't, you can't trust Missouri. You no, you can't. He can't. 
No. Uh, Russ says Mizzou plus four and a half, shaking my head. <laughs> they should win. Yeah, they should. I mean, they, they, they are a better team than Army, you would have to think. Uh, yeah. All right, great. Raiders have it at the 25. Okay. All right, uh, two more games here, and then we'll wrap this thing up uh, tonight with a little story time. I've got a story well, time. Well, we got to do the good coaching hires. We'll do the coaching hires as well. That's right. All right, so North Texas and Miami of Ohio uh, in the Frisco Football Classic Bowl. Miami of Ohio, a three-point favorite in this game. North Texas gets into a bowl game, uh, winning a bunch of games uh, towards the end of the season. What do you, this is a really bad game. What do you think about this oh, one? Well, I'm going to use your line again. Uh, yeah. Bet against the MAC. Uh, I can't believe Miami is a favorite, to be honest. North Texas is hot. Yeah. Uh, Frisco's not far away from where they play, so they'll have about 1,500 there. Miami will have about 10. So that's going to be a big advantage <laughs> for the whatever they are. What are they, the Eagles? <laughs> North Texas? Yeah, the Eagles. The Mean Green. Yeah, that's right, the Mean Green. Uh, yeah. I'm going North Texas. I think they're on a roll, and I think they're going to continue. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, I'm going to go North Texas plus the three. Like I said, I'm going to bet against the Mac. It hadn't let me down yet. Uh, final one, the battle for Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl. Battle for Florida. Central Florida takes on the University of Florida. Central Florida, a six-and-a-half-point underdog here. So the Gators favored by six-and-a-half. I took Central Florida in this game. What about you? I think this is another real interesting one. Yep. You've got Central Florida. A lot of the players that play for them were probably snubbed by Florida and told they yep. weren't good enough to play in the SEC. Uh, they've played twice in their uh, history, and Florida stomped them both times. But that was back before Central Florida became the, the uh, team they are now. Their program's in a lot better shape than it was when Florida played back then. Florida probably wouldn't play them now. What happened? What happened? Pick. All right. Browns so, have it at the 22, 2.47 left. The Raiders do have two timeouts in the two-minute warning, but that was huge. A terrible pass by – I don't know what he was doing. All right, go ahead. Well, okay, the key here is can the Browns run the clock out and then score right before that happens? That's that's a big key to watch here. Yeah. Probably not because the Raiders have can stop the clock three times. Yeah. Uh, but back – here's the deal. You know Central Florida is going to be super motivated in this game. They're going to want to play this game. I would think. And Florida has had a horrible year. They fired their coach. Are they just playing out the string? I think they are. So I'm taking Central Florida to, to upset the uh, Gators in yep. this. I'm 100% with you. I took Central Florida in an upset as well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know what Florida team is going to show up. Listen, we saw a Florida team last year play us, and they didn't show up at all. No. And, and if that happens, I think Central Florida will beat them because – you got to think Central Florida is like fired. Oh, they're up. they're ready. Yeah, this means something to them. It means nothing to Florida, right? Uh, Nick Chubb got two yards on first down. This they're not. They're still not going to win. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like right, them. Let's... They're in seventeen to thirteen, then fourteen to thirteen. I'll tell you that. Ah, uh, that's definitely true. Definitely, definitely true. All right, let's move on to the article you posted today on the website. Uh, power conference coaching hire. You ranked those, and then you ranked uh, the five jobs that are guaranteed to get you fired. We talked about those a little bit on the last show. All right, we'll start it off. Uh, number 14, Sonny Dykes at TCU. You have him ranked 14. Explain why. Yeah, I'm not high on him. These are the uh, 14 power 
five schools that were searching for coaches mm-hmm. that I ranked one through 14. I don't like Sonny Dykes. I don't know what the big deal is about him. I honestly don't. If you want a six and six, seven and five coach, I think you got one. Uh, so is that, is uh, TCU okay with that? I mean, I think they could have done better. That's. I, I agree. I don't think that's, a, and they hired him fast. Like, oh, immediately that's who we're going with. I'm with you. I mean, I, I don't have anything against him personally. I just, yeah. I don't think he's great. So I think that'll yeah. be. That'll be interesting to see how that one works out. Joey McGuire at 13. If you don't know him, he's a legendary Texas high school, high school football coach. He did get uh, an assistant job in college this year, uh, but he goes to Texas Tech. And another one, I think immediately they knew who they were after. I, it's boomer bust with him, right? Well, the problem with him is he's going to Texas Tech. Yeah. And, and the, I guess I shouldn't figure that in. Can you win there? I don't know. Now, he actually had been at Baylor for three or four years. So he served under Rule and Aranda. That's mm-hmm. good. They went right after him. So they really like him. So he's a legendary coach in Texas high schools. So he can recruit. But is he ever going to get tech better than seven and five? I don't know. I'm not sure either. I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see how that one works out. I'd say boomer bust there. Yeah. Uh, Mario Cristobal to Miami. I'm surprised you had him at number 12. Really? You think he needs to be better? I think he would be better than the guy at Virginia and the guy at the Virginia Tech, yes. I don't. I think he's terrible. And I'll just say it right now. I've never seen the guy do anything I thought was good. He's never won a big game. I just don't – I don't think he's that great. He's a good recruiter. Yeah. But, no. He, he will fail. Well, the Browns will be punting after the two-minute warning. Uh, uh, third down and three, ran the ball, got nothing. I thought they had it on the 27-yard line. Well, it was third down and three from the 27-yard line, and they did not. Oh, their own 27. Yes. Oh, I thought it was the uh, Raiders. No, he threw a deep pass. Oh. So, fourth. I listen, I'm just going to say it. I'd fake the punt. They're <laughs> going to lose if they punt this ball, but I'd fake it. I would live with it if they fake it and they didn't get it. All right. Uh, we mentioned uh, uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. You don't uh, like Washington the State. Okay. You got anything to say about any of those? I think they're pretty solid hires. I like the guy at Duke. I don't think he can win. Okay. But I love where he's been. Yeah. I think they did well. He, he was a defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. Jimbo Fisher liked him well enough to give him a three-year contract as a defensive coordinator at Texas A&M. Pretty high uh, praise, I think. And he spent a lot of time at Wake Forest under a very good coach. Similar situation as Duke. Maybe he can get Duke to be what Wake Forest is. And if he can do that, that's pretty good. Yeah, we'll see. I think that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Lincoln Riley's tuned in. He says, I'm late. Held a staff meeting preparing for future national championships. He hired yeah. an offensive coordinator this week, uh, Lincoln. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to Dan Landing in Oregon. This guy almost got the Oklahoma job, if you believe the rumors out there. He gets that Oregon job. What do you think of Dan Landing? You think he'll have success? Not proven enough to me yet. Yeah. Uh, Sure, he's going to have success. He's at Oregon. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take him though to learn the West Coast and where the where how to recruit out there? I don't see that he has any ties there. Um, the defense he was given a lot of credit for at Georgia. 
How much of that was Kirby Smart? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's a home run hire, though. I really don't. Yeah, I think it's another one. It could go either way. I don't know much about Kel, uh, uh, Kalen uh, DeBoer, is how you say his name at Washington. You've got him rated high. Why did you rank him as high? I, I think he's good. He's uh, he's proven that he can win. He's West Coast. He's been at Fresno as an offensive coordinator. They had a great year this year. Washington, you can win there if you get the right guy. I think he's pretty good. I think that's a pretty solid hire. Uh, Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame, so they just promoted uh, from within. That, that works sometimes. Uh, you know, yeah. Notre Dame fans, I don't know. They seem to be supportive of this guy, so we'll see. You, you think Marcus Freeman's going to work out? Yes, I, I think so. The thing that I really liked about him, he went to Cincinnati with Fickle when Fickle went there, mm-hmm. and he helped build that Cincinnati program as the defensive coordinator. High praise from everyone that knows him. Uh, Notre Dame didn't mess around. They quickly promoted him, so yeah. they like him. Notre Dame does a decent job of hiring coaches, and, and I mean, I don't think they would have hired him that quick if they weren't sure. Yeah. So I think he's, I think he's pretty solid. Uh, it, I should mention this: Bo Nix is transferring to Oregon. Is that anything interesting? I think so. I think that's yeah. a good quarterback up there at Oregon now, uh, playing in the in the Pac-12 instead of the SEC. I think that'll help him too. I thought that was a good pickup, yeah. didn't you? It is definitely, definitely. Yeah, and uh, your boy, you like Gabriel a lot, the former Central Florida uh, quarterback. He's going to UCLA. I think that's pretty good too. If he's healthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the key. Is is he going to be healthy? Um, let's see. The, the Raiders are about the forty-three. Their own forty-three minute to go. Oh, this is going to be a heartbreaker. Raiders sixteen, <laughs> uh, Browns fourteen. Looks possible. Let's 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 watch this play from the forty-three. It's a little underneath route, across midfield, about the 48. Yeah, there's just no what's way. Timeout, what's the timeout situation? They have no timeouts, but there's 40 seconds. And now, I mean, they need, what, 10 yards, and they can kick a field goal. Uh, all right, let's move on. You've got uh, – hold on here. Let's see, 35 let's seconds. Let's Let it. Let's play it out here. Ooh, yep, they're to the 30. That's all right. All right. Lincoln Riley at LSU, or LSU, he should, he's not going to be the coach at LSU. USC, Lincoln Riley at number four. We, we haven't really talked about this much. Oh, a penalty, a penalty on the on the Raiders, a holding call. That's great. Um, what do you think about Lincoln Riley? Do you think he's going to have success at USC? Yes, okay. I do, because he'll be able to recruit. Yeah. Uh, major success, that's questionable. Uh, he's a major upgrade on what they had. No question about that. Yeah. Um, I think today the news that he's not the offensive coordinator is fascinating to me because he would not give that up at OU. Why well, is this... I think he's still going to call the plays. Well, okay. Well, okay. It's it's like tied by title only. Okay. Oh, no. yeah. I got him all the way back to the 45. Wow. What do you mean? That's good, isn't it? Yeah, but he got out of bounds. But there all there can't be more than about thirty seconds left. There's Twenty-two it? seconds left, and and uh, the Raiders have it at the forty-five. The Browns forty-five. Yes. So that's better than what it was. Well, that's true. There's still a chance. So yeah, I I think I think Lincoln will will have some success. But yeah, he's not going to call the plays. Or he is going to call the play. Okay, well, I just I I think we know what's going to happen there. They will get a lot of five stars. They'll win a lot of games. 
yeah. but they won't they won't they won't be physical enough to win. Okay, the, the Raiders have completed a pass of 35. They have no timeouts. He stayed in bounds. There's five, five seconds, four seconds. They're going to spike it. They're going to kick a 47-yard field goal. So a 47-yard field goal for, 52, for Raiders. Yeah. 52. It's 52. 30-yard line. So oh, a 47-yard field goal. So they got it right back down to the 30 after the penalty. Yes, they did. Well, you deserve to lose. Well, yeah, we we knew that, but I thought they might be able to slip by here. We'll see if they make it. it. The Browns have three timeouts. They should try to ice him, maybe. Let's see if they ice him here. Who's nope. their kick? Is it, who's Snap, their... it's up. It is good. He hit it. <laughs> no, just 16-14. Thank you. Oh, the Browns called timeout right before. Oh. They called the timeout. Who's their kicker? Oh, that's crazy. Carlson is the kicker. So hmm. Brown's call timeout. All right. Billy Napier at number three. You're high on him. You think he's going to do a good job at Florida? I do. Who else can go 41 and 12 at Louisiana? Yeah. I think he's I think he's a I think he might be the next great coach at Florida. I mean, what he did at Louisiana is pretty impressive. Yeah. I agree. I think, you know, Louisiana is a program that's a dead program, basically. And he turned that thing around. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I know a lot of people at Oklahoma thought he would he would have been a good fit. Of course, he was already hired by the time our job right. got open. So. But he's been at Clemson. He's been yeah. at Alabama. He's been at Florida State. That's some pretty good places he's been. So he knows the recruiting area. You know, I think he's a good hire. Yeah, I do, too. I definitely do, too. I think he's going to do a good job. Re-kick it. He made it right down the middle. This one wasn't even close. No timeouts here. Raiders win 16-14 over the Browns, and the Browns season is over. All right. Brent Venables at Oklahoma. You ranked him at number two. Um, it seems to be working out really, really well so far uh, with recruiting and, and everything that's happening there. Probably a little biased. I am. Yeah. But I, as most of you know, I'm a very negative fan, and <laughs> I think this is is the best move they could have made. Um, it's going to be interesting. Just, he's old school. Will that still work? I don't know. We're going to find out. There's a lot of us, including me, still believe kids will buy into that if you're the right guy. Uh, I know this. The softness and all of that is going to go away. This yeah. will be a physical, tough football team that will be disciplined. And that's that's what we need, and we'll see what happens. But the, the fan base is rejuvenated. It's unbelievable the support this guy has. Right yeah, now. and it'll stay that way as long as he wins every game and never loses. So. Well, sure. sure. We all know <laughs> that. We know that. First loss, and everybody will go, oh, I don't know why they hired this guy. So. Now, like, why, why the hell did we get rid of Riley? We need him back. Yeah, know? I know. I know. Um, it is anywhere, though. All right, let's – Move on to the number one. You said Brian Kelly. He's already done some funny things. He's he's out of his element, it seems, but I think he's going to be a, a great coach down there as well. Uh, did a great job at Notre Dame. Now he can recruit down at LSU. Is that kind of your biggest reason why you think he's going to uh, succeed? No, he's a great coach yeah. is my number one reason. Here's the deal. Uh, the media doesn't like this move. They're against it. So they're going to publicize anything to make it make themselves look good. Here's the thing. Will he fit in with the crazy to LSU? 
-hmm. If he wins like he did at Notre Dame, it won't matter how he acts, what he says, and who he pisses off. It's not going to matter as long as they win games. And I think he will. I do. I mean – I think he's going to win games too. I think he's a really, really good coach. If people yeah. forget Notre Dame was not that good when he got there and he turned them into a really good team. And as magic says, who knew the LSU's giant contract included a Southern dialect coach. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. All right. The Louisiana guy didn't last too long down there. No, he did not. He definitely did not. So maybe Brian Kelly should stop acting like he has a Southern accent. Uh, the five jobs that will get you fired, Jerry, Jerry Kill at New Mexico State, Jim Mora at UConn, mm-hmm. Don Brown at UMass. I mean, these are places I don't know if anybody can win, right? No. Why would you take these jobs? This is nuts. Go back up here to Jerry Kill. Here's a guy who's 60 years old. He's been everywhere. He goes to the armpits of the universe, New Mexico State. Two winning seasons since 1992. 43 and 45 since 2005. In 71 years, they've had 12 winning seasons. Yep. And on your 2022 schedule are trips to Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Missouri. Hmm. You are an independent. You're not in any conference. You're going to play a tough schedule. You're 60 years old. You have health problems. You need a psychiatrist, Jerry. Why would you want this aggravation? When I saw he took the job, I thought I thought that guy was like on his deathbed type sick. Like he has all kinds of health problems, doesn't he? Well, he's got epilepsy, and that's a you know he has seizures from time to time, and yeah, it's not that. It's just why would you go there? Well, yeah, and the next guy's another. This here's Jim Mora. Jim Mora was strange. Yeah, he's posted Atlanta and Seattle in the NFL. He's sixty years old. He was at UCLA, and now he's at UConn. No conference. Yeah. Look at their schedule next year. Road games at Michigan, Utah State, North Carolina State, and they get Fresno State, Boston College, Coastal Carolina, and Syracuse at home. Best of luck, Jim. Yeah. And the next guy's even weirder. I never heard it. I never heard of him. I haven't either. He's 66 years old yeah he was the head coach when the minutemen were in the fcs from 2004 2008 they won some games but next year again they're an independent they have seven road games and only five home games my advice to you don is get a good retirement plan out of this because that's (laughs) you're going to be on your ass in about two years yeah now the akron guy this is about as good as they could have got yeah this is a pretty good job. He was at Mississippi State. I don't know if you remember this, but they got caught cheating. Yeah. <laughs> probably doesn't matter to Akron. You probably can cheat there. So um, I think that's a decent hire. And then the guy that Florida International got is not too bad. But he was at San Jose State in Colorado, went 30 and 44. Uh, Florida International since, has been a program since 2002, and their record is 69 and 143 with four winning seasons. Yeah, I know. It's it's it, you would think they would be a little bit better. Now, one thing I'll say: Florida Atlantic uh, is is kind of their quote unquote rival. They've had some success, yeah. you know, and it's in Florida, so maybe maybe it's not a dead end. 
Uh, By the way, your boy Mario Cristobal was there. That's true. That's and true. he was that 28 was and 69. Yeah, that's true. And he got his ass fired. Yeah. And then he went to poor old Nick and got rejuvenate, rejuvenated and ended up at Oregon. How the hell? I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That's my five. I would never take those jobs. That's just crazy. All right. It's time to end the show uh, like we always do. It's story time uh, to end the show here. I, I've got I've got one. I've got, well, it's not really story time. It's ask Papa Dude a question. Okay. And again, I have no idea what the question is. No. All right. So. We okay, so Heather and I flew out of St. Louis this time, and okay. uh, we went up the night before our flight. We had an early flight, and we went to a very cool place downtown St. Charles. Have you ever been there? No, it's amazing. Uh, it's uh, I, I was stunned. I was we stayed pretty out there, kind of close to St. Charles, a suburb of uh, St. Louis, and uh. We were just looking for some place to eat. That's all we wanted. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that's a nice area. Let's go out there. It was unbelievable. It's one of the coolest downtowns I've ever been to. So my question to you is, what is the coolest downtown you've ever been to? I stay away from downtowns. Um, <laughs> golly. This is tough. It's I've been a, a lot one. of places. I've been a lot of places. Coolest downtown ever. Yep. Hmm. Unless, what's yours? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bail on this for a minute. The coolest downtown. I have been to a lot. Uh, yeah, you've been to more than I have. Yeah, I thought this is a good one. Downtown Vegas is really cool. The old school downtown. Uh, yeah, and Dennis says, "What's the worst downtown?" We could do that one as well. I've, I've got both. Um, gosh. St. Charles is really cool. It's not the coolest, though. Probably. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. This is tough. Estes Park, Colorado. It's well, I was going to say that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's small. I like St. Louis downtown a lot. Down around the. No, I'm no, I'm talking about down around the ball, the, the ballpark, the arch. Yeah, there's like two blocks that are that's yeah, right. Yeah. I really think that is neat. Yeah. Here. And I feel fairly safe. Now you get off of that two block area and you're taking your life in your hands. Yeah. But yeah. there's some things to do down there and it's pretty neat. I do yeah. like it. Uh Estes Park, uh, for those of you that have never been there, is just awesome. The entire community is the downtown yeah. sits right up against the rocky mountains and you see the mountains and it was it's really a i was going to say that that's really a cool little place i, I would say estes park downtown lake placid is pretty cool not very big but it's pretty cool like i'd like to go there downtown burlington vermont is awesome uh believe it or not uh saratoga obviously that, that it's a cool downtown but I, I would think Estes Park, probably over all of them. I think that's that's the best. City-wise, um, hmm. I have a couple of cities I like. Okay. Um, I ahead. think Atlanta is pretty cool. Yep. Atlanta, and downtown Atlanta is kind of neat, too. Been through there once. Um, neat. A lot of things right, right down in that downtown area. Uh, another one I don't think you've ever been, Aaron, is Minneapolis. Mm-mm. Is really pretty. 
It's a really pretty city. Uh, I really like it a lot too. Didn't spend a lot of time there, but I did like it uh, a lot. Uh, Curtis, I have been to the Magnificent Mile in Chicago, and that is pretty cool. It really is. So that's a good one. Uh, the worst one. I, hey, this one real quick. Downtown Savannah, Georgia. I would like to go there. I've heard it's cool. Yeah, I too. Now, did you go downtown in Charleston when you were there? Okay. You want to talk? I'm not going to call it the worst, but I think it was overrated. It was but yeah, I did go to downtown Charleston. It's not Charleston, South Carolina. It's not awful by any means. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't all it's cracked up to be. I, I did see. not like it as well as a lot of people like it. Uh, San Antonio is pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, didn't spend a whole lot of time there, but that's pretty that's pretty neat. Uh, I'm trying to think of the worst. Is this one maybe where you were scared? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to say, you know what? I've been to downtown Boston, and it was a hell of a lot of fun. And, and I didn't think I'd like it. It was great. Um, have you ever been in downtown New York City? Yeah, I have. I have actually. I, oh yeah, I, that's was, right. You've been there. It was fun. It wasn't anything. It was a quick trip. We were only there a few hours, but it was fun. I, I, I wasn't scared or anything like that. It was fine. Uh, Washington D.C. is pretty neat, <laughs> with all the monuments and everything. That's I would pretty, think that's cool. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I yeah. liked it a lot. Aaron, you remember the little community we stayed at in Yellowstone? West Yellowstone. Remember that? Yeah. Little, that was pretty mm -hmm. neat. That was yeah. a neat little place. Jackson Hole. Do you remember that at all? Jackson Hole. Yeah. Remember yeah. That? That um, Dennis or Dennis. Geez. Curtis says uh, Frankenmuth, Michigan. Okay. Turned into a barbarian Christmas village during the holidays. That's great. So there's wow. one from him. <laughs> Lincoln says Charleston. Yeah. Um, Downtown Lansing is broken if you go even one block off the main street. Okay, so don't really? go to Lansing. I wasn't planning on it anyway. Um, Dennis says he doesn't travel at all. I've been to four states and only two of them for more than a day, New Orleans <laughs> and Kentucky. Um, what was I, New Orleans I've never been to, believe it or not. Yeah, I didn't care for that. But that's I've heard a, Nashville's great. I, I need to go there. Oh, um, yeah, that's very pretty. Yep. Baltimore? Never been to Baltimore. Uh, me neither. I can't comment on that one. Uh, <laughs> Magic says downtown Detroit used to be scarier than a prison yard. I could see that. Honestly, that's St. Louis when you get two blocks away from the stadiums. You know, Sandy and I went up there and we stayed right downtown and it was in the summer. Mm -hmm. And we walked all over that place and I wasn't a bit scared. Mm. Not a bit. Well, not a bit. I'm glad you're still here. Uh, Sandy says she'd like to go to Nashville or love to go to Nashville. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Paul just went to Nashville. I, I I haven't heard a report yet. I think who might. did? Paul did. Paul did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one. You I I do recommend you stay out of. Okay. <laughs> that would be Hot Springs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been scared at Hot Springs. Springs, huh? I've never been scared at hot springs. Downtown at night, you wouldn't be scared. I would. I've been downtown at night. No, I'm really? not. Really? No. Sorry. Don't you can't go past uh oh can't the Arlington. Don't go past it. But other than that, <laughs> <it's fine>. okay. <laughs> I think uh folks, Hot Springs, Arkansas is a pretty scary little little place. It's 
it's not scary as much as you because it's, you can definitely tell the areas you need to stay out of and the areas. Oh, yeah. that are um, I think as far as like a lot of people think, oh, Hot Springs, that's an awesome town. I don't think it's an awesome town. Yeah, that's a good one. Sandy's got downtown Memphis. Is not. It, but it, if Hot Springs didn't have the racetrack, I would never go there. No. No. Uh, yeah, downtown Memphis is scary. That yeah, would be scary. Says. I think Little Rock's pretty bad, too, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dennis said he went to Arkansas at the dog track. Of course you did, Dennis. And one side of the town is rough. Arkansas where, Dennis? <laughs> Arkansas is a state. I think he's talking about maybe down in Memphis. Oh yeah, it? there is a, there was a doctor that is in Arkansas, and that is, yeah, that's pretty pretty rough. Uh, oh, San, uh, San Diego, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I would like to go there sometime. Uh, yeah. Del Mar for a little town is is really cool, really really cool. Yeah, Not by the track, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Magic, have you ever been to San Francisco? Yeah, that's another one. Paul lived in San Francisco. Yeah, West Memphis. You're right, Papa Dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Memphis dude. is pretty rough. Yeah. It yeah. really is. It, it was, Dennis. Yeah. That Southland, I think. Isn't it Southland yeah. Greyhound Park there? Yeah. Um, they had a total of $7 in the windfall. What about, well, you haven't been to a lot of racetracks. The best best no. racing town, as I was going to ask. You haven't been to a lot, though. So. What do you think about Oklahoma City downtown? Used to be good. Uh, you need to go now. You wouldn't think as highly of it because COVID has ruined it. But it, it, meaning the place is just flat out closed. But yeah. used to be good. Not not what it used to be, though, unfortunately. Uh, Magic has been to San Francisco. That I kind of yeah. kind of like to go there. I would like to go to uh, uh, what's that called over there? Pebble Beach over the Monterey Peninsula. I'd kind of like to yeah. go there and see the seals. Mm-hmm. You know, that would That'd be, be cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh he says the piers along the bay are my favorite part of San Francisco. Yeah, I, I I could see that being cool. Never been. That'd be cool though. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like a really pretty place. Yeah, it definitely, definitely does. I'm trying to think uh anywhere else that we're missing. I don't know. I don't think so. But anyway, uh St. Charles, suburb of St. Louis. Like I said, I, I was just looking for a place to eat that we'd pull into a parking lot and there's the place that we we found on Google and that's it. I wasn't expecting anything. And uh, man. It was Isn't really, that, really nice. Don't they have a uh, – didn't they used to have a minor league hockey team out there or a hockey rink out there or something? It seems like so. Sandy, have you been to downtown St. Charles? It is it is really cool. Main Street. Um, yeah, man, it was. I was really shocked by it. It was awesome. Um, I think Linden they did have a minor league team. Isn't that, where Linden, that? isn't that where Lindenwood University is? Yeah, you got me. I think I don't it know. is. Yeah. Where the Missouri River flows into the Mississippi River, I know that. Yeah, you go right across uh, the river bridge, and there's a big casino. You don't take that exit; you take the next one, and you just go right down about a mile, and there it is. It's it's yeah. awesome. It's big too. A lot of places. I was shocked. Um, yeah. All right. Well, anything else to add, Papa Dude? Or are we ready to go? I don't think I have anything. We gotta have a. We're gonna have a special Christmas show, I guess. Yeah. So we will do yeah, a show. We'll do. We'll do the regular Thursday show. Um, not sure on a time yet. Oh, hold on. Dennis has a question. Okay. Sorry to ask. Don't apologize. What's one racetrack you want to go to, Aaron, but you haven't yet? That doesn't have to be a big name. Um, well, Woodbine. I'd say Woodbine. 
I haven't been to Woodbine. I want to go to Tampa Bay Downs. I've never been to either one of those. I'd love to go to either one. Papa Dude, you got one? Well, I've got to get up to Saratoga. Yeah. That's that's one. Um, I've been to Churchill. Uh, Keeneland. Yeah. I said I need to see that one. Yeah. Um, You know, once you've been to Prairie Meadows, it's hard to go (laughs) anywhere else. (laughs) Uh, Canterbury. That's another one, Dennis. I'd like to go to Canterbury. That'd be fun. Uh, another one. Uh, oh, I lost it. Uh, You've oh. been to most of them. I was right. It was right there on the tip of my tongue. Uh, oh, Golden Gate. Golden Gate. I'd really like to go to Golden Gate. So there's four. Um, yeah. Yeah. Polar opposite coldest can be in Florida. I, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Polar opposite is Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like in, uh, turf races because they can, because they seem to cancel turf race. That's true. Turf paradise. They seem to cancel. Oh turf gosh. Race. Yeah, the, I, I don't have any desire to go to turf paradise. I mean, I would listen. I would go to any track that anybody wants to go to, but I'm not going to go out of my way to go to turf paradise. That way. Should we call? Should we tell Lincoln what they call him in uh, OU now? Oh, uh, Tebow. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, the bitch I, out west. The bitch out west. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln. <laughs> All then, right. Anything to add or are we ready to go? No, I would just say, everybody, be careful picking games. Uh, of course, we don't have anything except the two tomorrow night. Make sure you check the COVID list before you pick because this is changing every day. So, yep. It is what it is. Yep. It is. No, we don't call you a hero. <laughs> yeah. It, it's definitely keep an eye on all of that kind of stuff uh, for sure. So, all right, guys, we're going to sign off here. Thanks everybody for joining in. Uh, we'll see you back here on Thursday. Oh, uh, time. Here's the deal. We can do night. I have a feeling we're going to have plans at night. I think we better keep it to the afternoon on Thursday. Unfortunately. Hate that. Whatever. Well, we can always change it. You don't know yet. All right, we'll be here sometime on Thursday. I'll see what the plans are, and we'll go from there. Yes, Magic, that's what Tebow means. So, (laughs) all right, we're going to get off here, guys. We will see you right back here on Thursday. I'll announce a, a time a little bit later on Twitter and Facebook. So thanks, everybody. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports. But you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride.